going to talk about uh, tips for reopening churches after COVID-19. Now, I get this is an oscillating issue. So uh, whenever this happens in your area, um, here's things we've been thinking about as a uh, a big church marketing agency. And that's that um, a lot of us had to shut our churches down Um Governmental pressure, requirements, um, some have opened back up, mixed results. So that's what we mean by reopening a church, okay? So, so let's just put that into context. And let's move on with that subject. Um, a lot of leadership in uh, churches were having to pivot to um, – Online services. Our our clients had had no problem because they'd been doing it for a long, long time and set up and run. But um, and a lot of churches saw a spike in engagement that were able to pull that off. And just when you know you think you got all this figured out, um, another change comes or a rule change or you know very state oriented, and it's all about some of us reopening our doors. Uh, But all this pivot uh, can be time-consuming, right? And um, I think a lot of churches that we've been talking to that uh, aren't clients or just trying to help out, um, they're trying to make sure they do the right thing in the right place at the right time. So this is the way we look at reopening churches after COVID-19. Um, we don't think it has to be all that overwhelming, but but you might be asking yourself some of these questions, so we felt we should be addressing it. Should churches still use the online resources and platforms that they developed during the shutdown when they reopen? Another question we get a lot is, uh, what do churches need to do to be prepared? for this reopening or closure again even. And what, um, well, are there, you know, like general guidelines that uh, churches can follow in order to get started with this reopening process or you've reopened for maybe a month in, in your state or area and so... I just keep repeating myself. I realize that, hey, we're we're at we're all at different stages, so this is hard to talk about. We're trying to address everybody, all right. But the bottom line is, is that we're going to talk about what we think are seven really solid and um, tips for reopening full, whatever, however you evaluate that with COVID nineteen, and these tips are designed to be adaptable to your unique situation, services, programs, you know, put and take some of this and adapt it to what what you believe is right. If you got any questions, you can call us at 888-816-1222. Find us at viralsolutions.net. We're all over the place. So anyway, an even easier way to get started uh, would also be that um, – at viralsolutions.net, we have a church reopening checklist. So just search our website for 
church reopening checklist. You'll find it. Probably find it on our Facebook page too. And print it off and use it that as your to-do list for reopening. And you should be able to feel confident that you're keeping your congregation safe uh, at the same time. So let's go into those seven tips for reopening churches after uh, COVID-19. One, you need to expect a variety of responses because some people are just scared. Uh, I know we're supposed to entrust in the Holy Spirit. We're all doing the right thing. He's going to safeguard us. But you need to be aware that your congregation members, you're still going to have probably a majority of them that are scared. So even within the body of Christ, there's going to be a wide variety of thoughts and opinions about reopening churches after COVID-19. Some will be anxious. Some will be scared. Others will be relieved to be with their brothers and sisters again. Okay? Um, So sending out information to your congregants about what to expect for the first month would be really wise. And that's going to help people prepare physically, emotionally, spiritually. I mean, whatever precautions you're taking. We have some churches that are doing, um, you know, spray downs, uh, bought special equipment for this at the check-in door. They've rearranged seating, blocked off pews, keeping social distancing, even if in their own state or market, um, that isn't required at the time of this filming. Okay, So understand that um, some are just not ready to dive back into pews, and that's okay. Just keep communicating with them on the precautions you're taking. Number two, uh, we think you should leverage your greatest resources, which is your people. That might be your staff, your volunteers, your congregational members, your boards. And the greatest resources in the church are those people. And take their insights, gather information on what their concerns are, and address them. And be transparent and be upfront uh, because they want to serve. And I know, start that old committee in a church, right? Uh, But but they work, and if anything, they make people feel heard, okay? So reach out to the elderly and help them know uh, how to how to connect. Number five, when we get to point five, we'll talk about that a little bit more. Um, uh, prepare materials for children to use during services. I mean, children's services might be a program you might put on hold, might want them closer to their family. Family may not want them in children's services. So make sure you get vibes from everybody on, on how that's going to happen and how your specific congregational members feel about all of that. And find volunteers who are willing to uh, write or distribute communications or make phone calls or uh, maybe you have the ability to send out text broadcasts. Um, that's, that's what we do a lot. Um, print mails, that, that, that's okay too. So whatever, just consistent communication. Don't take anything for granted. Don't assume people know. They're better to be told two and three times than 
feel they've been left out. Point three, don't ignore the elephant in the room. Talk about it. Be transparent. Be open. Be ready to talk about it multiple times. Uh, As much as we all want to get back to normal, we can't ignore the major changes taking place. So consider taking the first few weeks back to focus on topics that help your congregation during this difficult time. Uh, Topics can include uh, how to live victoriously, embracing your spiritual freedom, uh, how to fight anxiety, uh, what it means to truly be in fellowship, uh, whether in person or not, and how to maintain uh, hopes and dreams in tough times because this is what what keeps a congregation together. So if you and your team or your board won't be doing, say, some type of annual celebration or, um, you know, parties for seniors that you might have certain times of the year, uh, communicate this as early as possible. So let's say you've got something planned several months out and you're not sure if that's going to happen or not. Be transparent. Just say, hey, you know, we're watching how things are. We're reacting to the mandates that were given by by government. Um, we're seeing this thing brew back up in our area again. Yes, this is still on, but here's how you need to stay tuned. All right? Acknowledge those challenges. Acknowledge those needs to be fluid and flexible and notify people, you know, right up front how the church is being impacted by all of this. Uh, total transparency. Number four, implement tools to foster and organize such communications to make life easier. So the tasks and the to-do lists of what needs to be done can be overwhelming. And a lot of times, you know, this is based upon what we have in our congregation for um, people with certain skills to do certain types of things. So consider some of the tools to help your team and leaders stay organized and have clear communications internally and uh, with your congregation as a whole. So consider task management. Uh, there's, There's some great software out there. There's Todoist, T-O-D-I-S-T, really good. Uh, There's Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O. Those are a couple of our our favorites. There's another one called Task, T-A-S-Q-U-E. Look for those. Um, Sure, notepads, filing cabinets, we get it. But uh, these are some great tools. Uh, that are real mobile friendly, especially when everybody's not necessarily getting together to organize this uh, within the boardroom. Social media scheduling platforms like Buffer or Hootsuite or Meet Edgar are also really good uh, to pre-schedule notifications, repeat things. Shared access to documents with tools such as Google Drive or Dropbox. We like we like both. We we use uh, Google Drive our, ourselves. Um, all, all good stuff. The, 
the less scattered and fragmented and the better everything works together. That's how you pick great tools for great communication. Number five, encourage small groups to meet, even if online. So maybe you signed up for GoToMeeting or Zoom or some other platform. Use that for meetings too, all right? Um, inexpensive enough, uh, you can probably find a donor that would donate it. So re- reopening churches after COVID-19 doesn't mean that these online connections and tools that we're using need to stop. Um, churches with elderly or uh, immune-compromised uh, populations uh, would then be able to participate, uh, people high at risk. Uh, I, would, I would keep those tools for a while. Uh, during the shutdown, churches had opportunities to reach these populations with these tools. So keep reaching them virtually because many don't want to or aren't able to physically uh, attend. Uh, my family uh, is always worried about me being exposed. Um, I don't have a problem with it, but they don't want me to be. And you might have that kind of thing happening within uh, your congregants' family. So so keep the tools there. Uh, seek donors to help you with those. Uh, you might be planning to return to in-person small groups. That's great. Again, uh, the added benefit of keeping this online option of, of attendance extends beyond the at-risk group. So keep the online format because uh, it's a great way to bring in new attendees that aren't ready to step in to a building and still want to connect. And as a caveat, uh, we have found with our church clients that um, the people that have been wanting to return to church are using these online streaming tools and communications as a way of staying in the comfort of their home, kind of this home church movement thing. Because I don't want to come into the pew and be judged by everybody about how I don't sing so well or I don't know all the liturgy. And so great way to break that ice, okay? Uh, Keep that online thing going. Number six, uh, state guidelines. We kind of hinted at that as we're going on. But anyway, um, it comes to churches that social distancing guidelines vary from community to community and state to state. Some churches are doing temperature checks at the door. Uh, others are moving pews and seats to ensure adequate distance between each family. Um, so we encourage you to check out those guidelines. Um, get feedback from others. Uh, we've got some stuff on our website you can search for that's available. Um, we also find all kinds of Facebook groups on these types of things. Ask church leaders from around the nation uh, what they're doing. Search them out on social media. Um, You'll you'll find a lot of great uh, advice and ideas and people testing things and how they feel about stuff and match that up with the way your your board feels. Number seven, uh, don't neglect your online presence at all. Keep it going. Uh, As mentioned before, you can. You may have made a switch to doing church virtually. Don't stop. 
reopening churches after COVID-19 doesn't mean you you neglect your online. Uh, We find that uh, our church clients uh, do more online than in-house, have a broader reach, uh, have donors in all 50 states, and they aren't big churches normally. That's an advantage. Okay, huge advantage. Uh, you've already put a lot of time and energy into this switch, so keeping it going probably is just a relatively small expense. So a member or a family member might not be able to make it to church on uh, Sunday morning or whatever your designated time is, so they can participate online. That's a good thing. That should maybe be that way all the time. Uh, a family or individual might be looking for a new church. And again, they feel better about checking your church services out online before they come in-house. Someone searching for answers to a life need, your copy, content, service, sermon should be there. They should be able to to find this. Um, These are just a few of the benefits of keeping all that stuff online beyond the COVID-19 reasons, uh, really is, uh, and it really is a reality that many people have gotten comfortable or simply want the option to participate online. And if you aren't there and they can't find you, you might have taken this online off. It might be a mistake. The the truth in the, uh, uh, is that churches are uniquely and divinely equipped to provide support to their community, be it virtually or physically, and we believe the church should be at the forefront of that. That's the way the church was viewed 50, 60 years ago. You've got people reaching out trying to find the true spirit. You ought to be there. Uh, You don't have to neglect um, one for the other in order to thrive. You really don't. Uh, That's what we're finding with our clients. So in today's digital age, you can do both. You should do both. Serve the virtual and the physical community at the same time. You simply adjust to the setting you're in. And if you need help doing that, an opinion from afar, we're here at ViralSolutions.net. We give out a lot of advice quite often. Find our web chat or ViralSolutions.net or find us at uh, social media or you can call us at 888-816-1222 and we'd be happy uh, to talk to you and evaluate uh, what you have. No obligations. No charges. We're here to help. So, again, um, make sure you search the site for the church reopening checklist. Uh, It's in our blog, at our site, on social media. Because as a church leader, your heart is for your congregation. And we want to make sure you have the tools to help keep them safe, you safe, everybody engaged and everybody receiving the word. That's the message delivered of hope 
and hope for others, and they need to hear it in these times. Thanks for watching and listening. We know you can do this. We know you can make the transition. You deserve it. The people deserve it. And most importantly, this is what the church as a whole should be doing. Everything possible to reach everyone, everywhere, wherever they prefer. Thank you very much. I'm Tom with Viral Solutions. Appreciate knowing you.